0: Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay,
1: Al. Good morning, everybody, and welcome. It's Dave's Corner Garage, and of course, my name is Dave Redinger. Today we have uh, 2D. We got David Tate joining us today from Elegant Motors, and we're going to talk about getting your car cleaned up after this lousy winter, and also uh, paint protection. You know, driving up to the cottage, you get stone chips, you get some marks on the hood, and this uh, product that he has, which is, I think, Dave, it's uh, Al, it's called it ceramic coating. Yes ceramic coating so he's going to put this on your hood and it's going to prevent chipping from your uh damage from rocks and stuff interesting stuff
2: yeah it's like Great they put m- on they, they, it's like they put on those frying pans you know you see on late night television nothing will stick to the hood look you can you can fry milk or cheese or whatever you want look i just turned the pan upside down and it falls right off so we're hoping it doesn't work i tried it
1: <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't. No, I think you not. need a little bit of butter
2: or, sh- or shortening.
1: I think you do, too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Anyways>. <laughs> Greg McPherson, who I know for many, many years, who does the Motion Car Show and the uh, other performance shows, uh, is going to be talking about the Hall of Fame. There is a Motorsports Hall of Fame around. It's now virtual. It used to be a, a actual building where they showed the cars, but now it's virtual, and they want to talk about getting people to become involved. And not just that, but also they want to have people enter the Hall of Fame. So we're going to talk about that. Then lastly, but not leastly, or firstly, because she's the first person up, and that'll be Christine Mitchell, and she's the car lady. And it's the lady's perspective of the car business. We're going to talk about uh, women at car clinics and how the pandemic has affected that. And that's a topic we and I are going to talk about, is how the pandemic has affected the business, which it really does. Um, It's an interesting topic. And, um, you know, I forgot to mention, we have a contest. We do. We are giving away four triangle tires for your car or light truck, and you're going to install them. That's me. And, uh, yeah, that's really nice of you. I like that.
2: That's okay. You pay me big bucks. I'll do anything you want,
1: you know. There you go. So if you've got a car or light truck, go to davescornergarage.com, enter for the contest. At the end of the month, we will pick one lucky winner, and you'll get four brand-new tires from Triangle, and uh, Alan will install them from your vehicle, and away you go. Question. Good stuff. Question. Yeah.
2: Do they have to be all season, or can I win winter tires if I want to save my winters?
1: Yeah, I'm sure you can. either. They'll give you anything that you want. Cool. And the fact that it's car or light truck, which means if you've got a truck, boom, there you go.
2: Right, or an SUV or one of those kind of vehicles. I wonder how big, I wonder, is there any limit to the size of the tire? Because, you know, I had to price out some 21s this week, and they, they cost like twice as much as my first whole car did, you know?
1: It's unbelievable. And they're not very good. You know what? Potholes and, uh, and life out there in the road, it's, it's tough. And those tires usually damage the rims when they hit a pothole
2: yes yes music to our ears as people who have to uh unfortunately sell tires and wheels and alignments and uh and get people ready to go for their summer driving which we will be talking to in a little while you know you don't want uh, the the stuff to stick to the front of your car
1: dave take us out okay uh we're going to be talking with uh alan actually when we come back (laughs) and we're talking about how the pandemic has affected our businesses
2: All right, we're back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. My name is Alan Gelman. I'm in studio, and Dave is cocooning up there in his little apartment. Uh, how are you, Dave?
1: Actually, uh, when I woke up this morning, I was glad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're always glad when
1: you wake up. It's a good thing. <laughs> it's a great day when you wake up in the morning. All right, you know, well, we're
2: speaking of waking stuck. up, we have to wake up. You know, uh, COVID has been around forever. Uh, it seems yes. like forever. And it's really changed the landscape. Tell us more about it.
1: Well, you know, dealerships have gone through several iterations of of operation. You know, you can't have people come into the showroom, then you have, and they can come in if they have an appointment. So it's changed the way that people are buying and selling cars in the fact that they're going digital. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they're going digital is something that the, the buyer has learned and will not, They'll basically be buying digital for many, many years. And I was wondering, how did it change in your industry where, you know, you're coming in to get a car fixed? Do you have to have an appointment? How did you handle your customers? You know, do you change things?
2: Well, you know, the government insisted that, of course, that we put signage up that says you want to come in, you got to wear a mask, of course. And I think everybody's Mm -hmm. kind of used to that although you get the odd one in and goes, oh, 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 I forgot my mask. Um, but we have a box of them, so it's not a problem there. And, you know, we have to wipe, we have to sanitize, we have to take care of ourselves. I had a close call a couple of weeks ago myself where I had been in a customer's car and we were <laughs> we were driving it together because and, and this is where things can happen, eh? Um, he's got a strange noise, so let's drive it together so he can pinpoint it and point out where that's coming from. Well, you know, <laughs> that's not good in, in, in virus times, you know. We're sitting close to each other. Thank God we're both wearing mask, and at the end of the day, um, we fixed his car, I returned it, and then I get a phone call two days later and said, listen, I feel really bad, okay? I said, Ab- about what? No. And sure enough, he tested positive. He came down with it. Um, thankfully, myself and my wife were, were clean, though. We went for tests, and, and it was negative, but it, it certainly puts a strain on things. There's no question about it
1: what about suppliers and stuff like that when they go down i mean the, the reality is uh we su- we live on our suppliers uh production lines so when they go down we are in serious trouble look at uh, the automotive industry and the fact that they can't get chips to finish cars you know all this is because of the pandemic
2: well no question about it i mean you know people are buying more electronic devices the car industry, you see, what had happened was the car industry, since they had to park things for a couple of weeks anyways, they said we don't need chips this week. And the chip manufacturer said, okay, fine. We'll gear up and sell someone else because, you know, whether it's your laptop or your cell phone, all those electronic devices need these similar kind of chips. So they were geared up for them. Now the car industry comes back and says, oh, 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 we're busy. We need chips. They said, well, well hang on, guys. We can't just switch so quickly. So this is what's happened. Um, the good thing is for us, though, in terms of maintenance kind of work you know whether it's brakes or i was going to say tires but it's been a bit of an issue as well um thankfully there's lots of different suppliers um where we can get rubber from and -hmm. and, and they have big warehouses but for the most part it's been fine you know we really haven't had a big issue um go ahead
1: i was going to have you've changed becoming more digital than you were before the pandemic started
2: um only in terms of you know it, it it I had nothing to do with the with with for example the, the the uh the virus thing um but it's been more effective in terms of being able to pinpoint and and show people things so for example, when I have someone 's car up on the hoist and and they don 't know what it needed when it came in. You know, they've left. people. We don't want people hanging around. So they go home. They're working from home or wherever they're off to. And we can take pictures. I just take my cell phone and take mm-hmm. pictures. I could do a whole walk around, do a video if I want, and, and, and talk at the same time and say, you know, you had a grinding noise in the front. Well, here, let me just show you what the front brake rotors look like. And this is why the brake pads are worn out. And, 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 and it's, that part has been great because now you can actually show the person. So they don't have to believe me just telling them something. They're going... I can see, I see by the color of the car and the license plate, that's my car. I see this mm-hmm. part is worn out. I, I, I sent a picture actually to uh, somebody two weeks ago. I said, you know, your tires are bald. And they said, what does that mean? Took a picture of it, and you could actually see the nylon cord sticking out from wow. the tire. So, you know, when, when you can do things that way, it, it, it makes it a lot simpler for both of both sides of us.
1: Yeah, you know, I found that the disconnect between the owner and the actual vehicle has grown It used to be a guy knew his car. He would check the oil and check the water. You know, he basically knew what was going on. But now they don't. I mean, everything is electronic. I have a Toyota Supra that I bought. Mm -hmm. I'm driving. I start the car up. I pull away, and it slams on the brakes. And I can't figure it out. turns out I didn't close the door properly. And the car was trying to keep me safe. So it wouldn't drive unless the door was actually closed and locked.
2: Yeah, and it's too bad you don't get that warning ahead of time. Because the first time that happened to me, I said, what the hell is going on here? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as it happened, I was moving a car in the shop couldn't see very well had to look down so i opened the door to look and see where i was in location of the hoist and next thing you know the car stops abruptly and i went holy crap what's that you know
1: what happened yeah yeah so and it's not and it's not a a nice stop it's like locking all four wheels and it's it just stops and i'm going you know i've been in this industry for over 50 years it's never
2: happened before well better off
1: Better off when it would just go
2: ding, 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 then you knew. All right, we got a break. We got to take a break right now. We're going to talk to Christine Mitchell, the car lady, right after this break. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Who needs tires? Who wants free tires? You want to mm-hmm. win in some? You can win them. Just go to Dave's Corner Garage.com. Look for the contest entry, and you can win four triangle tires. And uh, you
1: know what? We already got entries. We do. Yeah, I, I, I have a hook up here to the uh, contest line, and they're just coming in, one after the other, one after the other. So, you don't want four tires for free? Enter the contest. Dave's yep. Corner Garage.
2: There you go. All right, Dave, we got a guest on the line. Her name is Christine Mitchell. Let's go. Nice.
1: nice lady. Morning, Christine. How are you?
3: Good morning, Dave. Everybody wants free tires. Who wouldn't want free tires?
1: Exactly, like free gas. Yeah, <laughs> <cars>. <laughs> we've done that too. We've also given them gas away. <laughs> Good morning, gentlemen. Christine, you do, you do what, um, I guess you, you're, you would do what's called a car care clinic for women, but because mm-hmm. of the pandemic, uh, that's sort of been on hold, hasn't it?
3: Yeah, we've had to transition to a virtual format. My company, The Car Lady Canada, offers two programs. One is called Know Your Car Night, which is essentially to bridge the gap between sales and service and retain customers back to that department. And the second event, as you mentioned, is a women at the wheel event. So we have a ladies' clinic where we invite ladies back to learn more about the vehicle they purchased and how to take care of it long
1: term. Christine, do you, do you find the... Go ahead. Oh, sorry, I'll... Go yeah.
2: ahead. Christine, I was just going to say, I, I found that, especially with younger people, their assumption is is that the car has so many computers that if something goes wrong or if I have to service it, the car is going to tell me. Um, you make it clear that that's not the case, Correct.
3: Correct. The vehicle does, in many cases, have indicators to tell you when maintenance is due. But in, many, but in other cases, you will need a professional to diagnose that vehicle for you. You know, when we were young gentlemen, a lot of people did their own work on a vehicle, right? Mm-hmm. I remember turning wrench on a Saturday. Everybody did their own work. But today, nobody does their own work in a vehicle. And it's, I think it's because of the, de- the um, generational gap. So a lot of the younger people today, both men and women, don't have the same experience with auto shop, and therefore returning back to their dealership for an information night to teach them more about the vehicle they purchased is nothing but beneficial
2: long-term. Well, it's funny because, you know, on the other hand, and, and not to say that we don't use it, but we do, you know, YouTube has the greatest videos, you know, you can mm-hmm. almost find anything um, on, on any vehicle, so that, that's the way I would route.
1: Dave, you ever use yeah. YouTube? All the time, especially when I'm lost.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, YouTube has a lot of great resources where you can actually type in the type of vehicle that you have. Now, it doesn't really cover that much as far as maintenance or repair because you'd have to have the tools. You guys know you'd have to have the tools at home to get that done. But for the technology piece, any of the lane departure, crash avoidance, um, blind spot monitor, or rear traffic alert, it can certainly help people set those up.
1: You know, I bought a new Cadillac, and I didn't understand half the stuff that this car can do. And yet, we <laughs> went to YouTube, and they had a, a whole guy walked you through the whole car, everything this car could do, and half of the stuff mm-hmm. you never use anyways.
3: Well, that's what we do at the Car and Lady Canada. We host those events live at dealerships. Now, obviously, because of the pandemic, we haven't been able to offer them in a live format, so we have transitioned to digital, <laughs> But we offer those events live for people to ask me live questions. You know, as a tech, former technician, quite often people want to ask a live question. And they like me to come out to their car with them. So once we can get back into phase three, we'll definitely be back into dealerships across Canada.
1: You also have a service that where you can buy a car through you and you would walk them through the car deal. Can you talk about that a little bit?
3: Yeah, I transitioned uh, again in my business to be your friend in the car business. Everybody needs a friend in the car business. And I had so many friends and family reach out to me and say, listen, Christine, I want to buy a vehicle. Can you help me? What kind should I get? Do you know anybody? And I always say, yep, I'm your friend in the car business. So what I do with people is just sort of walk them through the prequalifications of purchasing a vehicle and let them test drive their own units. And then I make the deal for them. Because quite often the paperwork and the numbers can be intimidating. And so you need a friend in the car business. So at the Car Lady Canada, we also offer that service as well to help you buy a vehicle and get the best deal.
1: I love it. So, And, and when you're doing that business, they hire you as a, as a mm-hmm. consultant or the yeah. dealership pays you as a salesperson?
3: No, the, the, so the customer would pay me as a consultant, right? So mm-hmm. I would walk them through, through the process. And i got to be honest, gentlemen, I spend the majority of my time with my clients. He just explaining what's the difference between leasing and financing. Many Ah. people still have the misconception that leasing is renting. And so we go through what a residual value is, what a buyback is, what a a lease payment looks like, what your options are at the end of the lease. We spend a lot of time with that.
1: Do you recommend leasing for people that are not in business?
3: I always recommend leasing. And the reason Mm. I do is because yeah, I always recommend leasing. And the reason is because leasing gives you options. You know, if you buy, say, a car, let's use round numbers for $50,000, then they put the tax on, and then they put the interest, and they divide that by 48 or 60 months, depending on your payment. When you lease, you actually only pay for the part of the car that you use.
1: Correct. So
3: at the end, if if that if General Motors, for example, on your Cadillac says that your vehicle is worth, say, 25 or 30 at the end of the lease, you've actually only made payments on the part of the vehicle that you've used and the residual you can buy the card if you love it but you have uh, options you're never in what i call the ditch on a lease unless you're blowing your kilometers but you can always buy extra kilometers as well and i think a lot of people don't understand what that means
2: all right christine i I want to thank you you for joining us today sorry i had to jump in but we do have to take a break how do we get in touch with you You can reach me on my
3: website, thecarlady.ca, or you can find me on social media at thecarladycanada.
2: That's great. It sounds like you really put a great package together. You save people money. You put their their minds at ease. That's great. Thanks for joining us again. All right. After the break, you're very welcome. Have a great weekend. After the break, we're going to talk about getting them bugs off the front of your car or how to prevent them from getting stuck in the first place. We're going to have David Tate on the phone from Elegant Motoring. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Got to run. We'll be right back. You know, if you love your car, you're going to want to protect it. And um, for sure, in terms of protecting it and getting it the right price, if you go to Haggerty.ca, you're going to get great insurance for your car or boat. And, you know, why pay for 365 days when you only use it for 10? At any rate... We're going to get back to uh, taking good care of that sweet ride that you love. Dave?
1: I was going to say, uh, do you really love your car? You know, cars have become more and more uh, as, as, as appliances than rather than I love my car, but I do. And uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk about was having it cleaned up after this winter and having it detailed. Dave does that. Dave from Elegant Motoring is on the line. David, good morning. How are you? Fantastic. How are you guys? Great. Good. You're on the
0: road. We are on our way to check out new products.
1: Ah, interesting. So let's talk a little bit about getting your car detailed for for the spring market. Actually, we we had snow yesterday. I believe that.
0: <laughs> it was surprising, but uh, you know, end of May with snow is pretty crazy.
2: Now, it David, really normally the the dirt and the salt, you know, it adds up, and if people don't address it, it just gets worse and worse. How often should people get their car detailed, like a full inside-out job?
0: A uh, full interior with an the, with the exterior. Usually, we suggest twice a year. Uh-huh. Uh, once in the spring, right about now, when you're, you know the, basically the snow and salt is done. Uh, time to clean that all out of the car, anything even if you drag in with the water and slush, time to get it all out, um, freshen everything up, and then uh, once before you go into the winter in the fall. Um, that way, you know when you're driving around all the time with the windows up, it's nice and clean inside, and uh, you're not dragging all that stuff that you've been out in the fields and stuff like that, you know, playing soccer and going to the beach, all the fans, Uh is all out of the car before the winter as well.
1: Dave? Yeah, I was just going to say that a clean car uh, is actually worth more money. The bottom line is, if it looks good, then it's worth more money than if it was all ratty and and dirty and not being taken care of. The other question we had was, we're now going into this warmer weather. We have bugs all over the front of the car, bugs on the windshield. You have a a paint protection that actually does take care of that.
0: Yeah, we have uh, two different versions. But right now, you know, with with the lockdown and stuff, and everyone's kind of coming out of it, but you're still. Uh, we still can't travel too far. A lot of people are road tripping, going camping, uh, going up north for for uh, hikes and stuff like that. So definitely on the highway more. Um, if you want to keep your car looking good, definitely put uh, paint protection film on the front. Uh, help prevent those stone chips. Uh, with when it comes to bugs and stuff, you can put uh, ceramic coatings on, so they're easier to clean off. And it uh, just keeps the car looking good, especially for the summer when you, when you're out and about.
1: Are these cost-effective? Is it expensive to do, for instance, a paint protection?
0: It can be. If, if, you know, if, you, if you're only keeping the car for another year or something like that, then uh, I wouldn't suggest it. But uh, if you bought a brand-new car or something relatively new to you, um, then I would definitely uh, suggest it. it. It is a bigger upfront cost, um, but uh, versus painting and stuff like that, it, it's much, much more economical.
2: You know, so it's, it's important, though, that it looks nice, though. I mean, you know, Dave, you had mentioned before that, you know, keeping the inside nice, it means more yes. when you go to trade it in. Um, I'm in the middle of doing a pre-purchase inspection right now for a guy, and uh, and, and, and I've got to take pictures of the outside. I mean, the, the outside, for a lot of people, is the most important because well, cars run, and, you know, they can be fixed, but you want it to look nice, and this is where, you know, David's products. Uh, you, you have a vinyl as well, do you not? A stone guard, what do you call that? Yeah, that's the paint protection
0: film. Actually, yeah, we use Excel Ultimate, which is the, the benchmark in the industry right now. Um, great product. The other thing as well is, like you're saying, yeah. At the end of the day, people eat with their eyes, and and one thing that people don't realize is that cosmetic to fix cosmetic issues uh, is actually way more expensive than mechanical issues. Usually, you know, a brake job or something like that, your front brakes, maybe five, six, eight hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to paint a front bumper. You could be up in the fifteen hundred dollar range.
2: Yeah, certainly oh, wow. the price of bodywork has really skyrocketed in the last couple of years.
1: You know what? I disagree. I was going to say, Dave. They, I think the interior of the car is more important than the exterior because it's 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 the more fragile part. And if it's interior, the car is in good condition. Most of the times, they'll think the vehicle is in good condition.
0: That's a, that's another thing as well. And you also feel good when your car looks good and the inside is clean. You feel better from driving the yes. car, right? Like, you feel good about getting in, inviting your friends to go for a drive or something like that. Um, it, it, it's just peace of mind.
1: And it's not embarrassing. In fact, it just chips all over the back seat and pretzels on the floor.
0: Yeah, please don't <laughs> talk about my car like that.
1: <laughs> How do we get a hold of... Uh... E- Elegant Motors? You could
0: give us a call, 416 897 5675, or you can also hit us up online at elegantmotoring.ca. Uh, we're always open to any questions, concerns. Uh, even if people aren't in our area, feel free to give us a call if, you, if you're looking for information. We'll help you walk through the
2: process and so on. A couple and other items that they have as well, Dave. I just wanted to take a second. You know, it is summertime. We've talked about that. Um, you guys do window tinting as well, correct?
0: absolutely yeah we have four different versions right now everyone seems to be uh uh big on the ceramic tint uh because the heat rejection you don't get that fishbowl effect when you're when you're driving around especially with the cars today Mm -hmm. you have the panoramic uh the roofs and there's just so much glass in a car today um it's it's like uh yeah it's literally like driving around in a fishbowl
2: all right super and people want to get in touch with you again to order part to to get prices and bring it in how do they do that
0: uh, just give us a call uh, or hit us up online, elegantmotoring.ca.
2: All right. Thanks, Dave. Drive safe, eh? Um, I hope you're at the side of the road when you've been talking to us. Is that the case?
0: Absolutely.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good stuff. Drive safe, man. And we'll get you down here another time. Sounds good, guys. Have a good day. All right. Super. Mr. Redinger. what have you got to say yes. for yourself?
1: I was going to say that, you know, if a car looks good inside, I always had never a problem in selling it. If it was tatty inside and smelled from smoke, you know, cigarette smoke cigar smoke or something like that, it was always a tough sell. It's so that the first impression. The car, There's
2: no question about it. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah.
1: That's the reality. Uh, we're getting excited about this contest. I mean, I'm watching all these entries coming in, and we're way over 25 entries already, and we just we're all like 30 minutes into the contest.
2: Well, you know, people forget so, that in the old days, you know, tires only came in about three different sizes. Hey, eh? there was you know 13, 14, 15 inch, and, yes. and 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 you could buy tires for $75 a piece, you know, but now um, the cost the cost of rubber has gone. It's, gone through the roof i mean uh and again a lot of that is related to the size hey the bigger the bigger it is the more expensive it is and they don't really tell people that absolutely absolutely what tire what size of tires are on your cars now
1: uh well the ones that i bought on the for the caddy are 18 inch They wanted to sell me 20-inch, and I said, no, not interested because of the potholes in the city. People don't realize that the less rubber you have, the less ability you have to take up that shock. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you're going to damage your rims. It may look neat, but it only looks neat, and it rides very hard. So the uh, Toyota has got those little skinny tires, Mm -hmm. you know, like 45s and 55s, and uh, it rides like a rock. My wife says it makes her boobs bounce. (laughs) <laughs> well, you'll have so to, she doesn't like to go in it You'll have to keep an eye on him just to make sure,
2: you know <laughs> I do <laughs> You're a good guy Alright, we're going to take a break right now <laughs> we got to get going And we're going to be talking about some real racing afterwards We've got Greg McPherson from Inside Track Publications And uh, also has to do with the Canadian Motor, the Motorsport Hall of Fame I wonder, yes. Dave, if you and I could get invited to that
1: no we're not been racing enough even though i was involved in racing when i was younger i've been out of it too long
2: and you hold the track record and uh in a what's that car you got a smart Smarty car, car. there you a, go no,
1: that's right we're the fastest smart car at cayuga <laughs>
2: all right we're gonna get some smart answers right after the break this is dave's corner garage we'll be right back Welcome back, everybody. This is Dave's Corner Garage. My name is Alan Gilman here in the studio. Dave is at his home studio.
1: Dave, uh-huh. how are you doing? Not back. I woke up this morning, and it's a great day. Any day you wake up is a great day. And so far, we haven't heard the
2: uh, the usual fire engine that comes by Saturday mornings.
1: No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. And I know you guys you got a bet going if you'll hear <laughs> happening.
2: All right, speaking of racing, not racing fire trucks, but racing cars and the people that drive them. Um, We've got Greg McPherson on the line. Dave, take it away.
1: Greg, good morning. How are you? Hey, Excellent. Good morning, guys. Great. So let's talk about the Canadian Motorsports Hall of Fame. Uh, In 93, you first started inducting members, and you've got a call out now for nominations for people to be inducted. Tell us about that.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So far, they've inducted since that time, 93, uh, over 220 members. And uh, every year that we put the call out, I'm a, a member of the board, um, we put the call out for uh, people to submit nominations. It's, it's such a big country, so many different types of racing that we really have to rely on the, the people, you know, from those types of racing in all parts of the country to, uh, you know, say, you know, so-and-so should be in the Hall of Fame and, and this is their chance to do it.
1: Now, there's some restrictions. First off, you've got to be racing for, what, three years at least? And uh, you have to be for three years. Okay.
4: And then in some cases, you've got these guys who it seems like they're never going to retire. So in, in those <laughs> cases, so that they can go in the Hall of Fame um, if you're active for 25 years in racing. So you've got guys like recently, like say Tagli, Alex Tagliani or DJ Kennington, you know, guys that are still active, but they've been going for more than 25 years.
1: Now this is actually a virtual site. Uh, we used to be a physical site, but now we've gone virtual. Talk about that a little bit.
4: It is just, uh, I guess, the economics and uh, what was what was involved in having a physical location with cars and archives, physical archives and things. That uh, it's just uh, a lot more practical to to have it be a, a virtual hall. Um, just this, uh, I guess, past winter, a couple months ago. We launched a brand-new website. It's cmhf.ca, which has all of the driver bios and the people who have been inducted over the years and, and other information, videos. Um, we're beefing that up. So um, in in lieu of a physical haul, which just kind of didn't work, um, it's transitioned to an online archive just to you know, celebrate the history of Canadian racing.
1: Okay, so it's CMF, sorry CMHF, which is Canadian Motorsports Hall of Fame, CA, and that's, that's the website.
4: Correct. Yeah, let's and and shift gears. The, there. There's a, a yeah. big, the first main rotator you see talks about the uh, nominations being open. Um, and you can click on it in English or French, and there's a at the top of the page there's a press release talking about it. Um, nominations are open till July 30th. That's how long people have to submit. And immediately below that is an online nomination form where people can put in, you know, uh, nominate somebody and talk about, you know, their their accomplishments, you know, and and worthiness to get in the hall.
2: So people may not realize how many different types of motorsport racing there are. Maybe you want to tell us and who's who's capable of getting in.
4: Um. So so many types of racing happen in Canada. So mm-hmm. just uh, like say a quick note, we've got people in stock cars road racing drag racing rallying boat racing karting motorcycle racing you know if there's anything i missed out how about uh, snowmobiles absolutely yeah no so uh, absolutely snowmobiles i I think some guys have gone in and that's been mentioned as part of going in like uncle Jacques villeneuve he raced a ton the viser brothers gary and bruce Mm -hmm. so yeah definitely they're they're accomplished snowmobile racers in the hall
2: so, but if you're a Gardner Expressway Road Racer, you're not. You don't qualify. No, no
4: we we frown on that. <laughs> and then the other thing is, you don't even. It's not exclusive for racers. Um, uh, other people that are, you know, builders in the sport. You've been on a team, a significant sponsor or a contributor in some way. And uh, but, but so two years ago, they they did a, a big induction class that uh, included a lot of media members for the first time. So that, I think that'll be limited to one per year now, but. A group of 10 went in at one time just to play catch-up a little bit. Uh, guys like the late Dean McNulty and uh, uh, Dan Proudfoot and Tim Miller and Dave Franks and a bunch of guys.
2: Well, I could get in as a medium, but David, I think, would have to go in as a large.
4: Yes, <laughs> extra large. There
1: you go. <laughs> There's a lot of
4: that happening during COVID.
1: <laughs> well, you know, the bottom line is I'm on the site now and it's very well done. Uh, you've got things like uh, stuff for Ludwig Heimerath, uh Paul Tracy, uh, Junior Hanley. I mean, all the guys that are part of racing. Very well done. Let's yeah, talk about to, just something else pretty quickly. So, uh, go ahead. I want to talk about the fact you do automotive shows. You've done uh, motion and you've done uh, performance moves. Tell us about that and what you're doing during the pandemic.
4: Yeah. So, our, our main gig most of the time through the year it's uh, we publish uh canada's only national printed still motorsports magazine called inside track motorsport news so uh during the pandemic we've still been publishing and uh, been very active um and just trying to find creative ways and interesting things to fill it with until we're able to go back to the track the way mm-hmm. we like so for example um we put on as well every march when there's no pandemic something called the uh Toronto Motorama Custom Car and Motorsports Expo at the International Centre near the airport and uh, COVID came down last year in 2020 in mid-March in the middle of our show and then this past March we weren't allowed to do it, obviously, and uh, so in lieu of that we did a feature of 56 pages I think in inside track all about the history of that show going back almost 50 years when it started at the motion wow. with Dizzy Dean Murray and uh, then Performance World with Larry King and and through to sort of the the current times with uh, us doing the show now, Motorama.
2: Well, you know, people are thinking, you know, obviously this, this, the pandemic is all negative, but at the same time, you know, the fact that you guys are virtual, uh, you virtually have as much space as you as you want, you know? I mean, if you were physically had a museum, well, I can only get so many cars in here, but when you do yeah. it online, you could have hundreds of vehicles and, and, and have all kinds of backstories on all the people and the cars that made them, that'd be great. Oh, no, it, it is neat. Like you
4: say, it's limitless what we can do. So, uh, one of the other members of the, uh, the board of the Hall of Fame, uh, Joel Robinson, he he does the NASCAR Pinty series and other stuff for television. Um, he, he got me involved and, uh, he's got an archive in his dad, Jim, they've got an archive of videos going back decades and decades. So Joel's making an effort to get a lot of videos onto the, uh, the, the Hall of Fame's YouTube channel. So that's amazing stuff. Um, Bryce Turner, a great young writer, he's been calling up guys doing profiles. So like you mentioned, you know, catching up with Paul Tracy or Junior Hanley. Um, we've got him in the can coming for uh, Tony Novotny, you know, diff- different guys. So um, we're trying to keep it active and relevant and to just expand what's on there.
2: All right, Greg, we got to run again if they want to nominate somebody to Canadian Motorsport Hall of Fame. What's the website? CMHS.ca, and you've got until July 30th. It's your chance. All right, super. We'll have you back when you uh, nominate uh, who won. This is Absolutely. Dave's Corner Garage. we got to run, and uh, we'll be back right after this break. You know, I'm scratching my head. Are, are we more funny or more educational? But you know what? If you want to add your <laughs> two cents to the show, <laughs> if you want to add your two cents to the show, we always welcome your comments. Go to facebook.com forward slash Dave's Corner Garage and press the like button, and you'll be invited to our immediate family. Dave.
1: Okay, we have an email that came in. Uh, a fellow's driving a Hyundai. Actually, it's Hyundai. Mm-hmm. That's the actual announcement. He was the last guy um, in the automotive business to have a car company named after him,
2: Mr. Hyundai. There was
1: a Miss. Yeah, there was a Mr. Honda. There was a Mr. Ford. Uh, and this is Mr. Hyundai. He used to make um, cranes. Interesting story. He would build cranes and ship them all over the world, and he actually bet the company that he could make it to Brazil with his last shipment, and if had the ship sunk, the so would Hyundai have sunk.
2: Wow. But the bottom
1: line is he made it. So this person has a Hyundai with 30,000 kilometers on it, and he notices that in the cold weather, his fuel economy was so very, very poor, and yet now when the weather is better, it is better. So he's asking why. Well, it has nothing to do with being a
2: Hyundai. It could have been a Toyota or a Honda, for all that matters. Yeah. You know, when it's cold outside, your car has to warm up. It takes a lot longer for it to warm up. Um, and, and the operating conditions are adverse. So that's why. And you've added extra things as well. For example, you've got the heater, the rear defroster. All those things put a load on the engine. And that is why you get uh, way worse fuel economy in the wintertime.
1: Yeah, we were talking about things such as the tires are harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got to push a, a tire that's frozen. Uh, he's got to push his way through snow and and uh, muck and whatever else he's doing. And I think also the cold weather, uh, you know, the, the quality of the air is not as good, or would be would it be better? I'm not sure.
2: Well, I think actually when it's a little bit cool, as far as, you know, you ever watch drag racing, and they always love it when when the weather temperature is a little bit lower rather than warmer because it's more dense and we can pack that much more air and gasoline and get that much more horsepower out of our engines.
1: So that's a positive rather than a negative.
2: Yeah, but I think originally what you were talking about was rolling resistance, eh? Yes, Where where you got all this, uh, you know, crap on the road, which is really slowing you down. I mean, the smoother that the the car can travel, that the wheels can turn, the better you're going to get gas mileage.
1: You know what I also found interesting was, most people have never seen the opposite side of their car. They, they'll they'll pull into the gas station in the winter, fill it up, jump back in and leave, and yet never check the opposite side of the car to see if there's any damage and if there's anything. And spring comes and all of a sudden they don't... Uh, they don't notice that there is damage. You know, like, you know what? We wow, had, when did that happen?
2: You know what? We had one like that a couple of weeks ago, but I gave the customer the benefit of the doubt. You know, I said, uh, you know, because they came in and said, there's a dent on my car that I don't think was there before. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, unfortunately, you know, just to keep customers happy and be the right kind of business guy, we, we painted this lady's bumper. And uh, I don't know, like you say, I, how, many, how often do people do a walk around? Do they ever actually even check Very the other rare. side of the car?
1: And that's why the cars have become an appliance versus a a piece of uh art and yet they're so good that's the other thing is they are so good that you could actually just rely on them where it used to be you know I used to get out in the morning have to go through a ritual pull out the choke pump the gas or nah, 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 nah. and then the thing finally would start going and in some cases when i drove british sports cars i used to put ether down the carburetors so the stupid thing would fire <laughs> Oh, that's, that's right. You I know,
2: you kind of, you crossed your fingers. You know, before you when you got in the car, you're hoping that first of all that your battery had enough juice to crank it. Yeah, that the oil wasn't too thick to to make it like molasses, yeah. and then ultimately that it would fire, and then hopefully not be wet and misfire because you know English cars did that all the time.
1: And that's all I drove. I mean, I couldn't afford anything really decent. So used to drive old Triumphs and old MGs and stuff like that. And uh, there was different times. Nowadays, it doesn't even turn over once. It just goes click, boom. They shouldn't
2: call it a Triumph. They should have called it a disaster. Seriously. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. Anyways, it's interesting. Today's show, the effects of the pandemic uh, on people's different businesses. Like Christine, uh, by the way, her business, she's gone virtual uh mcpherson has gone virtual the cars the uh uh, motorsports hall of fame has gone virtual all these things uh, have become digital and i doubt they're going to come back i think they'll stay digital i think it's an easier way to do business
2: well you know it's it, it makes it easy to check on somebody you know to find out if there's been complaints or if they're doing the job you know google rates everybody so you can check that out um yeah Nonetheless, we got to wrap it up, so I want to thank David Tate from Elegant Motoring. You know, if you want to protect that front of your car, or actually the whole car, go and see him for some ceramic coating. Uh, if you're looking to buy a new car and you're feeling a little bit hesitant, go see the car lady, Christine Mitchell. Uh, great website. She can save you money and uh, take that trepidation out of it. And who else we have? We had, of course, uh, David Greg Tate. McPherson. Greg McPherson from the Kane Most part, Hall of Fame. So if you want to you know, if you want to induct Dave or me by all means give them a call and say, "Those guys have been involved in cars for their whole life. I wonder if we qualify." Yep.
1: No, I don't think so. All right, and we- uh, remember go to davescornergarage.com enter the contest because you can win four tires for your car or light truck. Taking a race we got
2: to get out of here. Time's up. We're past the finish line. Dave, have a great day. Drive safe everybody.
1: Bye bye everybody. <laughs>